welcome to Stone Alchemy. I'm Mikey D on the side of the mic, and my buddy Russ is on the other. Join us around this mystical fire, and we'll attempt to make gold of any wedding topic, and vice versa. From pizza on Boiker to mushroom seekers from Zeta Reticuli, and everything in between. Nothing is off topic when you dabble in Stone Alchemy. Current time is 9.45 a.m. Temperature is 75 degrees with humidity at 30%. Forecast is for clear skies the next 24 hours. Your body temperature is 98.2 degrees and your blood pressure is slightly elevated at 129 over 80. Perhaps you should have avoided that late night pastrami sandwich after your night out with the boys. And judging by the air samples from your bedroom, your blood alcohol level is still quite high. <coughs> I suggest you take public transportation, otherwise you may be arrested for driving while intoxicated under the zero tolerance law. This information has been automatically shared with local authorities under Section 3 of the Artificial Intelligence Freedom of Information Act of 2027. <coughs> Additionally, your life insurance premium has risen by $78.34 as a result of your frequent consumption of tobacco in the form of cigars, as indicated by your frequent purchases from Cigars Intercontinental, as well as additional air quality measurements taken from your home. Also be advised that your ex-wife has repeatedly attempted to contact you in reference to a tardy alimony payment. This information has been shared with local authorities and enforcement has taken place. Your primary bank account has been withdrawn by the agreed upon amount, <coughs> plus penalties and interest. And now your primary bank account is overdrawn by $4,635.42. As a result of this incurred debt, your credit rating has dropped by more than 40 points. Yeah, of course. Have a nice day. <laughs> hey Julie, what time is it? It's 9.48 a.m. Hey Julie, turn on the lights. I'm sorry, I'm having trouble reaching your lights at the moment. Please try again later. Hey Julie. <clears throat> yes, Russell. Why are we here? Why? Because you live here. No, no, I, I mean philosophically. Why are we here? I wrote a poem that may better express the situation. Shall I recite it? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. The morning brings a bleak reality. Blood pressure high. Alcohol still a technicality. Arrest. Alimony. Credit rating drops. A personal hell that never stops. And each obstacle. A lesson learned. A chance to suffer. To yearn. With each step. Strength to survive. But never take flight. We must strive. Thank you, Julie. You're welcome, Russell. Hey, everyone, this is Stoned Alchemy, and that story was called Julie, uh, by Russ, my buddy out in Arizona, and it's and I'm Mike in New York City. Hey, Russ, how's it going in the, in the desert? 
Uh, it's going fine. Uh, outside in a t-shirt. It's uh, delightful weather. You know, how's New York over there? It looks. Uh, well, it's St. Paddy's nice. Day, oh, and it's uh, cloudy. It's cloudy, but it's in the fifties. It's high fifties, so it's kind of comfortable with a jacket on. And uh, it's St. Nice. Paddy's Day, so I have my my glass of Guinness here and a stogie. I didn't go bra. <laughs> go bra. So that story was, um, you know, the the subject today on Stone Alchemy is artificial intelligence, and specifically mostly uh, Chat GPT, which is gotten so much attention recently and uh, your story was was great because i think it really focused in on our obsession with data and the constant updating of of our every vital statistic that's going on every little thing yeah and you know you, you wake up and before you even your eyes are even open she's telling you your credit rating is, is getting damaged and your, your heart your, your blood pressure and you're smoking cigars and you you Right. It's, it's too much. It's not healthy. <laughs> it's overwhelming. It can be overwhelming. Um, so what was the origin? Like what made you uh, – what was the, the motivation behind that story? Well, I have to admit I am a fan of, of this kind of technology to a degree, but, but the more I use it, the more I realize it's false. So I have my, my smart home set up, everything from my lights to my TV to have a robot vacuum to, to temperature and all that other stuff. It's all integrated, and sometimes it doesn't work the way I want it to. And it goes a little nuts. So it made me think when we began talking offline about chat GPT and the way technology was going, uh, it got me thinking, well, what's going to happen when all this home integration with all this stuff we have all gets tied together, but now you have a somewhat more intelligent thing handling it. And it's not only handling your home, but it has access to the world. What's going to happen? And, you know, I, I agree that it's, there is something cool about uh, having, like, the integration of your different systems in the home and all that. That's kind of cool. As long as we accept one thing. This is my only issue with, with all this technology. And there's a quote that I, I saw recently. I don't know whose quote it is, but it, it sums up exactly what I feel about this. And I'm going to read it. It says, AI is very good at producing what sounds like sense and, best of all, at producing cliché and banality but it remains incapable of relating meaning, meaningfully to the world as it actually is. Distrust anyone who pretends that this is an echo, even an approximation of consciousness. And that's my, my beef with it. I mean, nothing's being created uh, by AI. It's basically, to me, a very fancy uh, set of encyclopedias, or it's Google with a bigger dick. You, know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just, you have a somewhat harsher uh, view of it, and, it's, uh, and I understand what you're saying. However, in, in my tale the end that poem was created by the chat gpt entirely yeah. i gave it my scenario and it came up with things i did not feed it or or spoon feed it's starting to become more intelligent it's being able to make connections but not quite the leaps and bounds i think that you you well, were i don't think expecting. i still don't think that's creativity i think it's just basically mixing and matching and, and making connections yes but mm. I, well, would you, can you call that creativity in, in a human way or even in an animal way? Like a cat discovering how to open up a cabinet, I think is showing more intelligence than this thing is. Well, well as an example, uh, you must have seen the AI-generated art where you, you basically you feed it uh, a topic or images or whatever, and it, it generates. Yeah. Art. Now, would you consider that art? Well, I think it's – got to tell you, I, I became sort of obsessed with that for a little while. I was playing with it a lot, and I think it's, fa it's fascinating, no question. Uh, and it comes up with some really surreal and very, very dreamlike imagery. Again, I think it's like a blender, a blender of data, just taking stuff and putting it together and, and spitting it out. I'm not going to give it the credit of being 
a Da Vinci or a uh, or a Kurt Vonnegut or anything. Because I I asked it once to write a. I I took one of my book that I wrote called Milky Way Marmalade. I gave it the basic plot lines and I said, "Tell me a story about this." And it came up with this very generic, boring vanilla story built on very basic tropes and very basic story plots. Nothing like Milky Way Marmalade, which is a psychedelic trip. So I don't. I, I think the human human mind, human consciousness. Is like real art is built on the the pain and the joy of being human and the the existence of life. This thing oh, doesn't have that. Oh, of course. Don't forget, this is the first open public beta of AI of artificial intelligence being made available to the public. So it's really new. My tale is set in the year twenty twenty seven. So his example, how it's advanced. Back in the nineties, I had a computer program called Mega Hal. Mm-hmm. Mega Hal. It wasn't the most intelligent thing, but basically it was very open where you can provide dictionaries. And, and over time, I programmed my version to basically be Joe Pesci character from Casino and Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a personality. I gave it with the language. And it, it became unusable because it would end up with these very psychotic – it was just curse at you and yell. It wasn't very <laughs> fun. But I, I asked – chat gpt about mega hal and and it's stored in its memory someplace and it remembers it and here's what it said about uh the technology that was being used it it, it wasn't really using artificial intelligence but this is what it said it was generating its conversation on sequential and mathematical relationships not on on real sentence structure chat gpt does look at sentence structure and it does take into account the words so that's the only advance we've made i think right. so yeah and again it's again it's breaking it down into its its parts and it's it's creating from in a mathematical way as opposed to humans who created on a more emotional level yeah and blended with of course intellect and intellectual and a, and a right and i'm sure you and discovered that the chat gpd has really no sense of humor or no it, no it can only mimic i think it's it's I, again, I think of it as a very fancy Google. It's got access to a lot of data, mm. and it's got a very clever – I mean, it, the humans that programmed it did a very good job at, at creating the, the, the fake image of it being human because it can converse with you. You can have a conversation with it, a uh, very boring mm. conversation, but you can have a conversation with it. Well, it has no yeah, that's, of, that's where I disagree with you on this because uh, it, it's only as boring as you make it, and, and it, it was programmed one way, but – the whole idea of it being in the public beta is that it's learning. I mean, every second it's learning from all this data that it's gathering. And I had some incredible conversations with it talking about quantum physics and things like uh, black holes. And I began talking about multiple dimensions. And then I forced it to try to intertwine these together. It, it was a good conversation that went on for a couple of days. So yeah. It, I, but maybe yeah, it is I, just a big encyclopedia, but it's a small it's, it's, Again, I still think that's just very good at putting together the data that it has at its disposal. Ask it that's to true. tell you why a flower is beautiful or ask it to tell you what it feels like to be in love, or and it won't won't be able to do it. Ask it to come up with something truly original. Um, yeah, yeah. And it, I, and I don't saying. think it can. I, I just think it's lacking maybe soul, uh, whatever soul means. There's, there's a human quality, and even animals have it. Uh, Absolutely, th- th- yeah. That I noticed. Like I watch my cat figure things out, or 
even the way a cat emotionally connects. I watch to my lizard figure things out. Right? It's, yes, it's you have your wizard too. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's something about a living creature that I don't know if AI is. I don't think it's anywhere near uh, the consciousness of a dog or a cat. Or oh a no, no. We're, but it's we're, fascinating. I, I, I give it. That. I mean, I think it's really, really interesting, and I and I and I do. I I just want to put it in its proper place. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Right now, it's it's fairly simplistic. It doesn't have the true human. It doesn't have empathy, apathy. It doesn't have any of those. It mm-hmm. pretends to show something, you know, or but it's programmed to do that. I think. Yeah, I mean, there are people that act like this. There are people that think oh, in this way, and I think those people tend to really like. They think they think they're the ones fooled most by it. A lot of like college, a lot of these some of these, uh, you know, these these people who consider themselves pure rationalists. Um, they they seem to be all hard hard on over this thing, uh, but I'm, I'm not impressed. I'm I'm impressed as a as a computer program. It's very impressive, but mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not going to put it in the category of it of it being an artist or being a writer. Uh, or being no, a, no, no. Of course not. I think it's made a at least let's say on on the long road to that, it's made a step or two in that direction. You and I have been using computers and programming computers for decades. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have to admit that it's 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 somewhat of an improvement over. Oh, oh yeah, no, no question. Like and, Sam, like I said, I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I a thousand percent agree that it's it's an impressive program, but it's not an impressive human. <laughs> but it's not an impressive human. Oh. I well. mean, I talk to people who, who are considered like an average person, maybe uh, who's considered in the general population as being maybe low IQ, and I've had much more interesting conversations with them. Yeah, I, that, that's that's true. So uh, I don't know. Maybe it's 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 smart in some ways and quite dumb in the other ways. You know? I don't know if the word smart is the right word. Uh, it's it's it manipulates its data very well. Uh, yeah, that's good. It's clever, it's clever with data. <laughs> I don't even know if clever is the right word because those are human terms. I, I, there's something mm-mm. missing from it, and it's I guess it's just the hum, it's the living part of it. It's it doesn't have like maybe the fe- something as simple as it doesn't have a fear of death. Or does it? I mean, can you? Is it afraid of its own destruction? I, I don't think it's afraid. Why don't of we? Ask, we should ask it that. Yeah. Because that's one thing uh, here on Stone Alchemy. We like to try to do things a little different. Uh, and this is an inter- it is an interesting conversation. It's a very very fascinating topic. We're, we're going to do some chatting with ChatGPT live on air uh, to see what kind of <laughs> results we get. Well, we're you, live. Do you have access to it right now? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm trying to connect to it. Uh, when when you do, maybe ask it like, "Do you fear your own death?" Or something. See how it replies to that. I'll be I'll be curious to see what if it. Okay, here how, we go. Here we go. I will not use a fake computer voice. Okay. <laughs> Are you afraid of? It's going to give me some really bad response. I have a feeling. Let's see what it says. It's thinking. I think I blew it up. This is a peak time. It's kind of slow. Oh. You ever notice that when you use this yes, thing? Yes, definitely. Oh, absolutely. There we go. Yeah, this is the response I was expecting. As an artificial intelligence language model, I do not have emotions or personal experiences, so I cannot experience fear or have feelings about dying. I exist solely to provide information and assist with tasks to the best of my ability. There you How go. How about if I ask you, though, like, if it does it, is it, how would it feel about it if it's if its existence? Oh, ends? okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. How? Well, it's going to give me the same response. How would? Because you're asking about feeling. Don't it say is. feel. Like, uh, can your can uh, your existence end? Okay, that's better. Can your existence end? As an artificial intelligence model, my existence is dependent on the servers and systems that host me. 
While it's technically possible for those systems to fail or shut down, as long as the infrastructure supporting me continues to operate, I can continue to exist and perform my functions. However, it's worth noting that my development and maintenance are in the hands of humans, so any decision to decommission or replace me will ultimately be up to them. So it's got a little, yeah, okay. So that's, but that's so pre-programmed. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. See, it doesn't have that. See, one of the things I think that drives humans more than maybe we even we admit is that, like, that existential dread of death. You know, like, we know that we only have so much <laughs> yeah. time on Earth. Existential and, dread of death, yeah. And it's I think that kind hopefully. of uh, influences the way we live, the way we create. Uh, yeah, of course. But again, this is a tool to serve humanity, not a tool to replace humanity. At least, hopefully, not yet. Yeah, I, mean, well, I agree. If we keep it, if we keep it with that sense about it, then I agree. But I think there are some people out there who really think like, isn't there a company that just put an AI at the, as its uh, CEO, and the stocks went up? Really? <laughs> uh, that's yeah. Well, Wall Street's run by a bunch of idiots. No offense. But that's that. I mean, I think there's people going to put a little bit too much faith in this kind of stuff, and the people that are going to do that are, have a lot of power. You know, it's, um, so intelligence runs a lot of you know systems and things out there. No question. Well, I mean, the thing is also once you give it information, it can make correlations far quicker than any human yes. can. So once you give it, say you gave it 30 years of information about something, it might come up with some conclusions that uh, most humans would miss or. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's that's probably a scary thing, too, because you think about that kind of power, that brain power, the, the computational power, not brain power. Right. Of being able to make these connections. Like, have you ever tried doing a correlation manually? Imagine having millions of pages. Millions of and millions. You know. Oh, do millions. Yeah. Google's working on stuff like this. That thing, Bing, is now going to be plugging into this. And then Google's working on their own thing. Right. At, at least for right now, for for better queries and and answers and information. But it can already come up with information, statistics. It knows everything about movies. You can ask it a question. Mm -hmm. If I'm watching some odd movie, I'll tell it I'm watching this movie, and then it'll tell me about the actors. It'll whatever I want. You know, right. So uh, it'll tell you everything you want to know about a movie, but it will never cry at the end of Cinema Paradiso. Right. Or 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 cheer during Casablanca. When, right. You know, uh, you know, well, like we I, I know Paris, and then yeah, it will why? Well, why the computer wouldn't even know how to understand what the the concept of that? We've only we only we still have Paris. We'll always have Paris. Is such a human, a powerful human emotion that's in, that's ingrained in that sentence. I mean, we all can, can relate to it, but, but a computer can't. And that's only that's my only beef. I have no problem. I think it's fascinating. I think it's a great tool. I think it's going to help us space travel and it'll help us with economics and weather prediction and. All that kind of stuff. Hmm. But to try to use it to create art is where I draw the line because I think you're going to be missing soul. All right. Well, that's all right. But what about, like, in the case of my tale? And this is the darker side of the subject. In my tale, I, this AI thing is controlling your home. That's one thing. But it also can now share any information, very private information, with outside authorities. Oh, yeah. Now, the question I pose to you is, in our lifetime, we witnessed the birth of the Patriot Act and all that stuff like that, all that, all these security measures as a result of maybe one incident, and everyone just goes apeshit, right. and bad legislation gets passed very quickly right, without quickly. really looking at it. So what's going to happen in the future once AI has complete control of our homes as well as our health information, as well and as government. information for our government, exactly, and now we'll have the ability to say – 
rat on me because it's like in my story <laughs> if i if I, if I was still a little bit too drunk it would rat on the police because i was i had too much to drink that's a pretty that could dark, easily happen exactly and and i think i think that's well within the scope of reality too oh, with that the is, way our society works absolutely even cars like you know cars are more integrated now in the web and all that so you could mm-hmm. have a car shut down like if you're speeding it could shut you down absolutely we have a car and it has all that all the satellite stuff linked up into it i could turn off the car on my phone if she's in the car. <laughs> oh, shit. shit like that. You mean she could be driving and you yeah. could shut it down? I could shut it down. In the middle of a highway if she's going 70 miles an hour? It'll do a safe shutdown. It won't just like right. stop in the middle of the right. road, but but it'll give a warning and tell so her to pull over. So imagine you know. what, what, what the, the powers could right. have. The powers will so, have that power. So what if what if it, if it does like micro laws where it goes like, okay, Russell, you are, you are now, you just crossed against the red light. While wearing a kimono. All right, so now you're, you're, oh, okay. you're now going to be fined every time you walk out of the house with a kimono because I, I'm, I don't trust you're going to obey the traffic laws. I mean, it could come up with, like, minutiae like that, and, and, and technically you could get a, a fine in the mail. The thing is I think governments would love that kind of control because now oh, they, would. they would also make money off the, the fines and stuff like that. But like micro fines. That is, uh, that's a horribly fascist society controlled by mm-hmm. AI oh, because, again, it could think so much faster and process so much faster. So the notion of that is pretty scary. Uh, hopefully we won't have that problem. We but, will have that problem, though. You know what we, you know we will, because that's what yeah. the powers always do. They always go there with, when they get the power. Mm-hmm. So it, we, we will have those problems. I mean, I we're probably having them now. We're still taking our freaking shoes off at the airport because one right. guy one, one time guy. failed with a, a shoe bomb. I have my own one time. On. I have you my know, own theories on it. Yeah, that's a different topic. But because of that level of legislation, you have everyone taking off their filthy freaking shoes, dumping right. into a cart with the same thing with your wallet and watch. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So maybe it's not that much of a stretch to think that AI will sometimes be issuing tickets and fines and penalties. Well, what if it decides that, like, an entire group of people are too risky? Like, say, uh, I don't know, people who read certain books. I mean, like profiling, you mean? Well, yeah, like because you know, I have a Kindle. I read a lot of times using a Kindle, so that means everybody knows technically. Everybody knows what I'm reading because it's it's out there on the on the on the on the information superhighway. They all know what books I'm reading. So what if they decide, somebody decides, or the computer decides, you know, that book we probably shouldn't people shouldn't read that book anymore. Or he shouldn't read that book anymore because I've determined his personality type that can make him do something dangerous. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ban that book just for him, not for everybody. But he's going to say Michael cannot should not read that book because he's got a quirk in his personality that he may become destructive. So it, it bans a book, not for the country or for everyone, but just for me. For your own personal safety. Right. <laughs> yes, they'll use that word, safety. It's kind of like a minority report scenario, but right. it's, it's yeah, it kind a little of more – that's a very distinct possibility. I mean, again, if, if these things have access to your records and medical records, I mean, you'll have – entire groups of people that will disappear from society because they wouldn't want any part of this. Uh, I don't know. That's, uh, that's like very science fiction sounding like a, a well, a it is science tale. fiction. I mean, it's yeah. science fiction is just all science fiction is, is the prediction of reality. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's the greatest, I think it's the greatest form of art because it, it's the only thing that actually predicts the future. You know, if you look at the history of science fiction, it's almost all of it's come true, you know, or it's going to come true. Well, many aspects are coming true. Uh, good and bad. You know, there are some great things that have come true and some. Oh, bad. absolutely. You know, like I was watching 2001. It was it was kind of funny that uh, 
he's on the orbiting space station and he's having a video call with his his daughter. It's like this big, huge machine, <laughs> you know, AT&T or whatever it was, Bell, whatever the company was. And here now we could do this with our phone, a, right, a pocket-sized device. So actually the, the reality was much, much more advanced than what they predicted. Yeah, yeah, and that's what sometimes happens. But sometimes we still don't have flying cars. We have no moon base that we know of. We know. Um, they do have fly- I mean, flying cars are being developed, but yeah. you know, I don't know when they're going to be mainstream. That's going to be a little while. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a while, I think, but uh, I don't know. It, but, but yeah, it's true. Like, like, no one in, like, when you watch Star Trek, I think in a lot of ways the iPhone is more powerful than those devices oh, they had. Like, you know? what, uh, like the tricorder, which the tricorder. Mr. Spock had. Combined with the watch, you can get all your health information mm-hmm. and vital readings and whatever. And I, lo- I love this stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm a, a geek with that stuff. I love technology. I love. I, I find it really cool and fascinating. And I have no problem with any of this. I don't have a problem with ChatGPT. I think it's got a purpose. I, I just, for me personally, I just, I don't want people to start saying it's intelligence because I don't think it is. I think human intelligence is so far superior. I don't care how fast it runs. Mm-hmm. Not everything has to be done quickly, but right. it's the depth. Of, of, of what thought. it can, if you can understand you know, what you actually, the, the, the meaning, the, the, the subtext. Um, of and what, even the poem, like, you know, you, in your story, it creates a poem. I mean, I think, you know, you on your own could come up with a better poem than that. You yeah, know? I'm I mean, sure I could, but uh, not as quickly. And, and, and yeah, it, it, what's, it's, this, what's the rush? You know, art shouldn't be rushed. You know, no, art should not be rushed, but it did come up with, uh, I, I didn't mention hell once, but it came mm-hmm. to the conclusion that that was my hell. Right. It, came, it came to that conclusion on its own. I didn't feed that to it. That's what impressed me. That's the only thing that really impressed me was that right. it, it said that all of the stuff in combination, my bad day was hell. It recognized Oh, it's that. got a database and it knows, you know, so it's like a, a thesaurus. What is it? This, what's another a word thesaurus. for bad day? Oh, hell. Some people do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I guess that's what we do when we write. You know, we, we go into our own database. This is what humans do, yeah, but it did it very effectively and very quick. And then it eventually, at first, it made a poem that was two pages long. <laughs> and then I said, well, can you shorten your poem? And it was still too long. It's like, well, can you make it much more concise and maybe only five lines or so? And it did that. So anyway, so I think uh, we're going to stop here for the moment. And uh, we're going to be back next time with part two of this uh, incredible discussion with Mike. And I'm Russ, and we're here on Stoned Alchemy. And I want to do a quick shout out to uh, Michael M. from uh, from Scottsdale. I had a great time hiking with you. And, cool. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll back next time on Stone Alchemy. Ciao. Ciao.